we're going to be um, putting a little timestamp uh, in the description for this uh, for each division, and we will be uh, uploading division by division onto YouTube, I believe. I don't think there's anything generic about us. How can this be generic? Hey, it's Andy Holloway from the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. You're listening to Jimmy and Craig on Fantasy Football UK. Hello, hello. How are we doing? I'm very good, thank you. I did just realize now we've got that intro, we're going to have to start working on getting new new ones because we can't just keep using that forever. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to ask the other two. At and least. other people. Yeah, obviously. But... um. Anyway, how are you we'll after your... way to annoying everyone. Yeah. Right. How are you doing after your weekend of drafting? Oh, the highlight of the year. Uh, just still living off that post-draft high. Oh, it's, it's, it's uh, the Christmas. only problem is what waivers yet, so I can't tinker, which, as we all know, is my favourite pastime. It's a little tinker with, with the IDP and stuff Ooh. like that. Nice little fiddle. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I've thought I'd finished all my drafts, and then the Megalobile starts in 32 minutes, so I guess I've got one more left to do this season, which will take me to the 8th, I believe. Uh, I'm going to start hating Waver Day, I'm telling you that now. <laughs> um, oh, how are you feeling after getting molested by that dog? <laughs> Didn't think that it's going to come up so soon. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It was uh, a, a dog jumped on me while I did was what? on the floor. And did what? It mounted me. It mounted you. Yes, it did. Lovely. Uh, let's jump straight in. New team! Assemble! Uh, news. Adrian Peterson dropped by the Redskins, picked up by the Lions. Uh, so just when we thought the Lions' run game was going to be nice and relatively easy to work out, not so much. Uh, fantasy impact, any relevance of AP? No, he just takes away value from Swift and Johnson. Agreed. And if there's anything Matt Patricia does, it's give an old guy the ball who gets like two yards a carry, if that. So, yeah. Um, We've got Cameron Hayward, Steelers, D lineman signed to a fucking huge deal. Uh, very pleased for him. Uh, for any IDP players, it's good news. Um, we've had Leonard Fournette picked up by Bucks. Again, I think that just muddies the water for Ronald Jones more than anything else. Um, Devonta Freeman. Falcons running well, ex Falcons running back visited the Jags, but nothing came of that apparently. Uh, Jadavian Clowney picked up by the Titans, and you're wearing his jersey. Do you want to break the news? Yes, my boy Keenan Allen is uh, now the second highest paid receiver in the league, I believe, and only Julio Jones, yeah, and fully deserved. Yeah. I love Keenan Allen. Yeah, I mean, Keenan Allen's great. Uh, I think if Tyrod can be all right, he's still going to be good. Yeah. And then you've got the rookie who could come in and be awesome. Who knows? And talking of rookie, uh, 
to uh, Tagovailoa, it's been officially announced that he will not be starting. It will be Ryan Fitzpatrick for week one, uh, which will... Such a surprise. All right. Um, but without further ado, we're going to be doing our last-minute cram session with the very last minute with the league starting in three days. Uh, conference breakdowns. We're going to take two teams from each conference uh, or from each division each um, and just rattle off any noteworthy players um, and we're going to try and keep it as short as possible. We're aiming for two minutes per team. Okay. Okay. So let's start with the NFC North, our uh, division of choice. Uh, myself, a Bears fan. Craig, a Lions fan. I will go with the Bears. David Montgomery, going to get the ball a lot once he's back, currently injured. Alan Robinson, going to get the ball a lot. It's going to be from Mitch Trubitsky, who is bad. Uh, Tariq Cohen in PPR is definitely worth a look, but realistically, I don't see him getting that much work. Even with David Montgomery out, they're going to be relying on Ryan now. He of two carries and I believe eight yards, uh, which is horrifying for me. Uh, Anthony Miller, uh, second, third year wide receiver, possibly do a breakout. Uh, whether or not that's possible with Trubitsky and or Foles, I, I wonder. Uh, tight ends, <laughs> we've got... Uh, dude who used to be really good in 2013, Jimmy Graham, has come across. Uh, he's still big. He can still catch the ball, but he moves very, very slowly. I would avoid him for fantasy purposes if you can. If not, then try and pick on a team with a weak tight end defense and hope that he gets the ball for those red zone, red zone come downs. Um, for me, Trubitsky not worth owning. Montgomery is worth owning. Three Cohen's worth owning in PPR. Alan Robinson's worth owning full stop. And Jimmy Graham is a desperation streaming option. The D's all right. <laughs> Next. Uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on Cordell Patterson? Because he's been taking a lot of snaps at running back in camp and he is a wide receiver on Yahoo at least. So is there value there? It's like a flex or a wide receiver three? Uh Potentially, Cordero Patterson hasn't done anything of value in his own position. Uh, I don't see him having doing much of value in somebody else's position. The only thing is the fact that he does return. He does seem like a Tavon Austin. Yeah, he feels like a gadget player who's too big to be a true gadget player. Uh, I would love to have better things to say about the Bears. I just don't. Um, David Montgomery was my favorite target. Um, but, alas, uh, I didn't get him. And also, his injury is not a good sign. Um, next. Yeah, well, what's, what's the over-under on the Bears? Over-under on the Chicago Bears, 8.5. I'm hammering the under. Oh, yeah, all day. I thought it was 6.5. All right, and I'd still hit the under. But, yeah, uh, 8.5 under. They yeah, are not winning. Definitely. They're not winning more than eight games. No chance. No. Unless unless Nick Foles comes in and is really good, or Trubisky has somehow got better. Anyway, right, moving on to my Detroit Lions, everybody's favorite underdog. All right, so basically, 
the amount of pundits that will tell you with one one sentence that Matt Stafford is going to be great this year, Kenny Golladay is going to be great this year, the Andre Swift's going to break out this year, TJ Hawkinson's going to break out this year, and then they'll tell you the Lions are going to be bad. Bullshit. The Lions are going to be fucking awesome this year. If Matt Stafford can stay healthy, we are looking at 10 wins minimum. Playoffs minimum. minimum. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we 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 we're looking better. I, if we can stay healthy, I think we've got a great chance. We've got quite a few extra signings on defense. We've got Reggie Ragland, Jamie Collins, like another bunch of Patriots. Uh, they'll everyone on the Lions will eventually have a Super Bowl ring, whether it's through the off season or not. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's. I think this is this is make or break for Patricia and Bob Quinn. Yeah, I like you, him. I you like just mentioned season. you just mentioned Patricia. He's he's my main worry. Worry. Uh, I, I, I love, think he's I shown a lot of growth. He's shown a lot of growth, and I think that when he went, especially when <clears throat> he took the team and cancelled practice with the Black Lives Matter thing, I think it. I think this team looks like it's bonding. That is something he would not have done previous years. I think he's listening to people. We think he's taking. I think he's getting because he, the first year or two, I think he was just trying to be Belichick, but you cannot be Bill Belichick. And I think he's working out how to be his own coach, his own man. And I think we could see results this year. I do like what Daryl Bevel's done with done with the offense. Um, and you saw the pace that Stafford was on last season. If he maintains that over the course of the year, my God. Um, yeah, it's a force to be reckoned with whether or not it's 10 wins. I think it's going to be your defense that lets you down personally. But okay. Um, next, Vikings. Uh, Smashing the over on the Lions. Oh, yes, of course. The over on the Lions, 6.5 wins. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going over. Uh, I would go under, over, over six, over. under 10. Uh, Vikings. Uh, I'm going to start with it this time. The Vikings have an over-under of nine. I would say that's pretty much bang on. Um, I I kind of... I mean, I think the Vikings... If I I can take away my deep-rooted fanboyism, I have to say the Vikings are probably the best team in the division. I, I agree. Uh, Especially the, with Yannick and Gokwe, that's that's the thing that really tips over the edge for me. Because yeah, cause their off, yeah. their defense had taken a battering in the off season with various COVID and opt outs mm. and injuries and departures and things, but now they are potentially back. Uh, that D line is horrifying with Hunter on one end and Gokwe on the other. Um, on the offensive side, obviously they've got Kirk, Captain Kirk. <laughs> the boy, uh, leader of the Starship Enterprise, who's going to game manage. Uh, he doesn't have the same weapons that he had last season. He doesn't have Stefan Diggs. He has picked up Justin Jefferson, the rookie out of LSU, who performed very well out of the slot at college. Uh, he's still got Adam Thielen, who is a little bit older, potentially a little bit broken, which is what people are worried about with him. Uh Still got Carl Rudolph, the red zone reindeer, um, who, while decent, is not a big performer. Uh, there is a lot of talk in, out of camp 
uh, about the breakout of Irv Smith, who is an athletic freak uh, at tight end as well. The one thing that I really like about the Vikings is that there is a clear handcuff to a clear workhorse running back. Dalvin Cook is an absolute three-down star. I wouldn't be too worried about the contract situation. I think that will sort itself out, uh, especially given that there have been some other contracts sorted out in the offseason. Derek Henry, Joe Mixon, obviously Kamara is still ongoing, but I'm... I believe something will get sorted out for them. But I like the fact that if Cook goes down, you know exactly who's the next man up is. Uh, that's Alexander Madison, who is worth a double-digit round pick for sure, um, either to protect yourself or to ensure against someone else's injury. If, you're, if you've got Zeke in the first and then you pick up Madison, if Dalvin Cook gets injured, as he is wont to do, and you can suddenly have the starting running back for the Vikings as well, you've either got trade bait or a strong running game. Yeah, it's all about taking other people's handcuffs mm. because then you're buying more scratch cards and we love buying scratch cards here at FFUK. Actually, I've got one in my wallet that won. Got a whole pound. Nice. That's, yeah, nice. Right, do it. Talk right, about take, the Packers. <laughs> taking us to the bottom of the division... Uh, and I mean that in the sense of their fan base, the quality of their team, the quality of their everything. Uh, fuck the Packers. Uh, basically, if the refs are going to help them win again this year like they want to do, then they'll probably win a fair few games. Uh, eight and one in one score games last year. Uh, pretty much the definition of a paper t- Tiger, as 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 they say, uh, look good on paper, but they're actually dog shit. Uh, they've done fuck. They've done pretty much nothing to help Aaron Rodgers, uh, the goat Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what he's the goat of. Uh, I couldn't find answers when I googled it because uh, he's he's not the most winning. Uh, Tom Brady has six reasons. He's definitely not the goat. Uh, yeah, like the only thing that is is. Like this touchdowns to interception ratio, which to me is possibly the most boring stat ever. Like it's like, oh, you're really boring. So, I you know, I, I prefer right. Joe. I'd rather have Jameis Winston than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, a fantasy, yes. If you're running a team, I'd much rather have Rod. I mean, I hate the Packers, but it was only while I was doing my projections that I looked. He at is like team. 38 now, and. Yeah, an I awful mean, human being. So. Touched, <laughs> his touchdown percentage is six. His interception percentage is one point four. Uh, just as a contrast, um, Peyton Manning. Let's go with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning uh, touchdown percentage five point seven. Interception percentage two point seven. I just think it's quite an interesting. Yeah. I I get it, but. Carry on. Keep bad mouthing them. I'll keep bad mouthing the Packers. Uh, what do I like? I'll try to think of something I like about the Packers. Uh, I like that their team is owned by the fans. That's good. They don't have one scumbag owner like most teams. They have loads of scumbag owners. So, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know. They're in Wisconsin, so that's pretty boring. Uh, they cheese or something. It's about the only thing of note in Wisconsin. You are feisty uh, today. 
Yeah. Do you want to talk I mean, about fantasy, or are you just going to bad? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, Aaron Jones is there. Uh, the Devonte Adams. They have one receiver. Wouldn't touch anyone after that. Uh, MVS is apparently the looking like the likely number two. Don't know. Sort of a wait and see. Uh, don't know what their defense will be like. Might be all right. Who knows? I ain't got much to say about the Packers. It's so. fairly evident. Like this is yeah. the worst fantasy ha- ha- advice. Hammer the under. Yeah, um, well, I'm not good. I couldn't, in good conscience, tell someone to pick up. Pick up Packers. Yeah, definitely the hammer the under for me. It's it's nine. I mean, I, they probably will get to around nine wins because, as I said, the refs hand them about nine wins every year. So we'll, we'll see. Right. All right. Let's uh, get let's get out of uh, let's get out of the NFC North and let's go clockwise areas. NFC East. Uh, I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, uh, the city of it's always sunny. Uh, Carson Wentz is good when fit, and it seems like he is currently fit. So get Carson Wentz. He's got a ADP at the moment of the 11th round, uh, which is tasty. Uh, I would take him there all day. Uh, running back, Miles Sanders, a little bit worried with a lower body injury update during the last few weeks of training camp, but hoping that he's going to be back for that. Uh, wide receiver court, Jesus. Uh, uh, Jada Rager is injured. They picked up Goodwin in the offseason, though, who is uh, opted out. Uh, they've got Deshaun Wack. Uh, yeah. Deshaun Waxon, Deshaun Jackson, who is uh, really, really quick and old and injury prone. Uh, they've got who else? They got? they got Alshon Jeffrey, who's just come off the pup list, who is uh, temperamental at best. Their wide receiver court is. Well, they got the rookie, <coughs> Rager. Yeah, no, he's injured six to eight weeks. Yeah, yeah, but he'll be back in like week four, five. Yeah, maybe. I, I, it's, the whole thing is just a bit scary. Uh, Marshawn Jeffrey's meant to be back quite soon. Did you listen to anything I said? Sorry. <laughs> you literally just mentioned people that I mentioned. I, I, just, I, only, I only heard Deshaun Jackson just because of the bumbling. Um, All right. <laughs> they've got Zach Ertz, who is... Love me some Zach Ertz. Yeah, he's he's reliable as anything as they get at the tight end position. My only cause for concern is that they haven't re-upped his contract or extended it. Uh, something of the the Kelsey effect, uh, hoping that it trickle down tight end contracts. It does for me add a bit of value to Dallas Goddard, who is equally talented. Um, it could be something they might choose to just use Zach Ertz less and use Goddard more. Um, because the disparity between their ADP uh, is huge. Ertz is going at uh, 5'10". And then you've got uh, Dallas got it going in the 27th round. <laughs> That's in PPR. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a waiver wire pickup for most people, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm in a very deep dynasty league. <laughs> you know who is? We are. And we're going to win it. It's going to be amazing. Uh, but that's pretty much 
all I've got on the Eagles. Their, their, their uh, defense week one start them. They're up against Washington. Yeah. Well, that's where I, that's where I, should I go there next for my segue in nicely? However, Eagles with a 9.5 over under with that many injuries is going to no. be. A, <laughs> sorry, barely. I barely. Uh, barely what? Und, under, but barely. Yeah, it's going to be seven, eight wins. Uh, go next. All right. Um, I guess I was starting at the top of the division because I think the Eagles are probably second in the division after the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, So here where we here we go with the Dallas Cowboys. There's a lot. I'm gonna get through it quick. Right. So we got Dak Prescott, and Dak is looking good. Uh, He had a great season last year. Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator, has been kept on by Mike McCarthy. Uh, good to see continuity, so we should see Dak grow a bit more or continued on the streak he was on. Uh, and with that, he's got some added weapons. He's got C.D. Lamb now. Uh, he's got Zeke and Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup and possibly Blake Jarwin, but reports out of camp are saying that he might see less snaps because he's being quite bad at blocking I think Jarwin hype train might be coming to a bit of a halt. Uh, But very excited for uh, Cooper and Lamb and even Gallup. I think we could see a team post three 1,000-yard receivers, which will be the first time since, I think it's 2008. Uh, Not entirely sure on that stat, but uh, it's been a while since it's happened. Uh, And I think the Cowboys looking pretty decent. Uh, Leighton Van Der Esch, the star linebacker, is back and healthy. And the difference between when he's on the field and not on the field is night and day. Like their defense. Just to jump going, in, yeah, it's, it was 2008 Arizona Cardinals, Fitzgerald, yeah. Anquan Bolden, Steve Priestin. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, Cowboys like them. Uh, they're gonna, I think they're going to win the division. And I th- therefore, I'm going to say the over for whatever you post, basically. And that is me done. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, they have an over under 9.5. Yeah, I'm going to take the over. I think they'll be about 10 wins, 10 to 12 wins. Because, mm. I mean, Did- they've got they've got four free wins in their division. Uh, they're likely a fifth and maybe a sixth, uh, depending. Just, just to... Uh... Fantasy implications of it. I'm hoping you mentioned Zeke. Uh, another situation similar to Dalvin Cook, where the backup is clear. Tony Pollard, um, very worthwhile pickup uh, in the last round of your draft. If he, assuming you last that long, uh, just a worthwhile pickup as your handcuff or to steal someone else's handcuff, definitely, because uh, it's a situation where it's clear who the backup to Zeke, uh, yeah, to Zeke is. Uh, Giants, ah, Daniel Jones, he was pretty good last season, actually, all, all things considered. Uh, it wasn't perfect. Uh, he had a bit of a fumbling problem, but apparently he spent his off-season working on that. He's been beefing up, apparently. Uh, he has, he played 13 games. He completed 62 well, 61.9% of his passes. Um, 
he threw for 24 touchdowns. He had a 5.2 touchdown percentage. He did throw for 12 interceptions, which is 2.6%, which isn't great. Uh, but he also had a bit more rushing than I think anyone expected. He rushed 45 times for 279 yards and two touchdowns, which is a nice little bonus to any uh, any quarterback you can pick up. If he can get his fumbles under control, because he had 18 fumbles last season, if he can get that under control, then that's going to be quite a nice little pickup. He's got Saquon, who we hope is back at full health um, and won't get injured. He is really, really, really fucking good, Saquon Barkley. He's really good. Uh, number two overall in most drafts. Uh, just a very elusive, very quick, very uh, jukey back. Um, the wide receiver core is three eh for me. Uh, there's Golden Tate, there's Darius Slayton, and there's Sterling Shepard, all of whom are I. Uh, Golden Tate. I was, I was, I was going to let you do that uninterrupted until you started bad mouthing my boy Golden Tate. I was, you, <laughs> you should have shut the fuck up and just let me say it because I was going to say it's Golden Tate. He's on the downside of his career, but he was, and probably is the yak master. Those intermediate short routes across the middle, he gets them, he takes them to the house. He's very, very good at that. It's just whether or not he will still be able to do that at his age. That's my only concern. Um, Offensive line for the Giants has always been an issue. Hopefully Saquon is good enough to get past that. Evan Ingram could be in line for a breakout season for, at the tight end position, assuming he gets the ball and, as is so often the case, can stay healthy. Uh, their defense, no. No, no, no thank you. Um, so they've, they've got potential value in their team. Uh, from the wide receiver in the quarterback position. And then they've got dialed in elite at the quarterback, at the running back position and potential breakout at the tight end position. I think with their over of 6.5, that's a tricky one for me because that's pretty much exactly where I would put it. Um, maybe over if we believe in the Engram breakout and the Daniel Jones progression yeah I think that's fair I think six six to eight wins is probably reasonable yeah I, I don't see them getting wild card but they might piss someone off and stop them getting wild card <laughs> I'll start talking about the Washington Terry McLaurin's oh yeah so uh, I mean this is going to be the shortest one uh, Terry McLaurin awesome absolutely awesome player don't really care about any of their wide receivers. Uh, QB, Dwayne Haskins, maybe he gets better. Maybe Alex Smith gets healthy and we see Alex Smith back on the field. Who knows? Uh, and Antonio Gibson, the absolute juggernaut of a hype train that is going on right now where people are saying this guy could be like a top five running back. Some people like they are the crack pipe boys it's still the washington redskins like if he's a top 20 back i'd be very surprised uh yeah because they suck and that's it Gibson. 
yeah, they do suck. Uh, I've I I got Antonio Gibson. I think in my twelfth round of our keeper league. I think he might well end up being a value there, but it remains to be seen. If not, then it's a throwaway pick. If he is, then he's a keeper pick. In which case, fair. Yeah, no, he's absolutely perfect for the round he's going or was going in. I think it's creeping up and has I creeped don't, up. I don't think it's creeping. I think it's pretty much. Well, I think I, most. I think most people are done drafting now. So I think. I, hope I think so. it's more people rushed to the waivers and grabbed him. But fuck it, enough yeah. time on the Washington team. Yeah, Off right. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go south. Uh, Buccaneers, they've they've got a new quarterback. Um, uh, you mentioned him earlier on today. Uh, Tom Brady, yeah, that's it, the goat. Yeah, they've got Tom Brady. Uh, they've got Ronald Jones. They've got Leonard Fournette. They've got Rob Gronkowski. They've got Cameron Brait. They've got OJ Howard. They've got Mike Evans. They've got Chris Godwin. They've got Scotty Miller. They've got fucking firepower for days all over that team. Uh, They've got depth. They've got Arians as a coach. They've got the go-to QB. I love their offense. They've got sack leader Shaq Barrett on defense. Uh, And I'm hoping their defense is better than it was last season. From a fantasy perspective, I'm really hoping it's not because I would love to see Brady come out and fucking fling the ball around like he does in GAF because he's trying to prove that he's the one, not Belichick. I want uh, to the, see the Buccaneers' defense were actually very good towards the end of the year. Like and, they and, were very good. They were just held up by Jameis throwing four interceptions a game, but. They were very good for many, for quite a few games. They they had some big games, especially in our defensive scoring. Defensive scoring is retarded, though. Can't say retarded. It's, I agree, it's, but uh, but anyway, but yeah, I, I want to see, I want to see, uh, I want to see Brady go out there and go full Fitzpatrick on it, but with Brady's talent. That's what I want to see, and I think that could be a very exciting team to watch this season. Uh, they're up against the Saints for a division opener, which is going to be absolutely fantastic for me. I, I love it. I genuinely, I can't wait for that game. The bit I'm worried about, though, is the nine point five over under. Yeah, I think a lot of it's going to be how well they gel as a team in a very weird off season. Like, it's going to be hard. I think. I think. Yeah. I think. I think they might well be better on defense than offense because there's more continuity there. Yeah, and I think that's the key thing for this offseason is continuity. You look at teams like the Saints where there's just been loads of it. I think that might be a sticking point when it comes to win totals. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, all of the names, it's like if you're playing Madden, the Buccaneers are amazing, but you're not playing Madden. You're playing with human beings with feelings and opinions and and issues and coronavirus. <laughs> Next. Right. Yes, uh, I, I will go for the team that are going to beat the Buccaneers to win the division. The fat, no, the sound. <laughs> it's obviously the Saints. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, the Saints have. Uh, 
But they've got Drew Brees, who's like the only QB younger <laughs> than Tom Brady. Uh, he's younger than Tom Brady slightly. So he's not quite an old man, right? No. But Brees has got some weapons around him. Got a uh, little receiver called Mike Thomas. He's Michael quite Thomas good. Is, uh, he's quite can't, good. can't guard, guard Mike as he's uh, known. Uh, yeah, the good dude's a beast. Uh, he's going to get a lot of targets. Uh, though, I will say, this is the first time that Drew Brees has had what, who I would see as a legit number two wide receiver in Emmanuel mm-hmm. Sanders. And that could, I will, it will eat into the Thomas targets because the dude got so many targets last year. Uh, and you've got, of course, Alvin Kamara, Super Camario. Uh, if uh, if he plays all 16, doesn't hold out or get injured, we're looking at an easy top five back, uh, running back one all the way. Like, he is... A quality player, uh, lots of touch, touchdown opportunities. Uh, the Saints D has been pretty good the last year or two. Like, I mean, obviously, years ago it was always a joke about the Saints D, but they've really turned it around and they're actually like quite good now. Uh, and Jared Cook at tight end, he's kind of a red, like red zone threat. Uh, but yeah, I think the Saints are pretty good, pretty good. Con- yeah, they've yours. got a nice. Don't forget your sleeper. Oh, my super sleep, my super deep rookie sleeper is uh, Adam Troutman. He won't do anything this year, I'm pretty sure, unless Jared Cook gets injured. But I think he's a project that the Saints are clearly invested in because they traded up to get him. So, yeah, go Saints or whatever their chant is. I don't know. Who dat? Was who dat? There we go. It's who, there's who dat and who dem. But uh, Saints 10.5 over under. Oh, I'll give it. I'll give it the over, um, but I have them at about eleven wins. Mm. Uh, as a contrast, uh, the Carolina Panthers—they have Christian McCaffrey, number one overall, multifaceted, multi-talented receiving back, running back. But he's—he's amazing. Absolutely spectacular player. There isn't isn't a bad thing to say about him. He's the highest paying back paid back in football. Uh, literally, the only thing that can hold him back is injury. Uh, they've got a new QB. They've moved on from Cam Newton. Uh, they've got Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, they've got a new coach. Got Matt Rule coming in. Uh, they've got the wide receiver core hasn't shaken up that much. They've got. Uh, Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore from last season. DJ Moore with his breakout season last year that they they uh, I say that not we believe will continue. I'm not a fan of DJ Moore. I just don't trust new system in, on a bad team. Uh, they have brought in Robbie Anderson for the deep ball threats to stretch the field somewhat to make it easier for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, value wise, I think they could be something from Ian Thomas, the tight end, because they have lost Greg Olsen, uh, who, while ineffective, did get a lot of looks last season. It's just whether or not uh, Teddy Bridgewater chooses to continue with those looks. Uh, Defensively, no, just avoid. 
I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. They'll be an exciting team to watch, but they won't be a good team to watch. It won't be good football unless you just watch Christian McCaffrey highlights. Um, I mean, I think you're underestimating Teddy Bridgewater and his game management skills. Uh, I think he could be a... He's, he, he's got some weapons... And I think that he could be better than you think. He's got a hard division. I mean, I don't think they're going to go far, but I don't know. I I mean, if Teddy Bridgewater sucks, then yeah, they'll just go full rebuild. But mm, I think he's going to at least be a bridge QB to yeah, bridge. Uh, but um, yeah, he, I think they'll whoever they draft next year will probably be their future, and they'll have Teddy mentor him for a year or two. Yeah. Uh... Teddy but they're giving Teddy his shot because Teddy's never really had a great shot shaker. But, but Teddy is a mentor. Teddy's just been mentored. Uh, oh, I, yeah. So he can pass on that Drew Brees knowledge. After one season. Well, it got him a pretty fat job. So Jameis <laughs> Winston's hoping he can do the same. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. No, I, I'm... I know this. Don't sleep on X, Y, or Z. I am... I'm gone. I'm avoiding right. it at all costs. Let's keep this train rolling. Talk about him. Right. Next. Falcons of Atlanta. <laughs> As they are always known. Uh, <laughs> so they got uh, Matty Ice, Matt Ryan. Coolest nickname in NFL, definitely. Uh so, yeah, I prefer Miles Sanders. Have you not seen Miles Sanders' nickname? Booby. Yeah. Booby. Uh, I thought it'd be like the Colonel or something. No, Booby. I mean, everyone loves boobies. Right. So, but you only so, get one of them. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Matt Ryan. He's had his good years. He's had some not so good years, but he always throws for a fuckload of yards. Uh, and he's going to be throwing them yards to the the well the great Julio Jones. Like he is really Julio, good. Julio is awesome. Uh, great receiver. Uh, pretty much going to be locked into at least a thousand, yeah, if not fifteen hundred. No, not fifty, but like you know, twelve, thirteen hundred yards. Maybe. Yeah, I've, I've got him projected for thirteen sixty eight. Nice. Uh, the only thing I think that could potentially eat into that is the emergence, the continued emergence of Calvin Ridley. Uh, I think Calvin Ridley's going to because, like, Julio replaced Roddy White. I think was was it Roddy White? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that that sort of happened over a period of years, and like they, they like transitioned from Roddy White to Julio Jones, and I feel like the same is going to happen again. Uh, I wouldn't count out Julio just yet. I think he's got a few good more years left in him. Uh, just think Calvin Ridley definitely going to be there, taking a bit more. Well, touchdowns has never really been Julio's forte, but uh, yeah, love Calvin Ridley. I think he's a good good pick. Falcons overall, I think. I think they could have a better season than people think. Uh, it's just where their defense is. Like they always seem to pick up at the end, towards the end of the year, but then the beginning of the next year they're very bad again. Uh, yeah, so we'll we'll see how they how they hold up. 
Yeah, what's, what's the over under on the Falcons? Over under on the Falcons is uh, 7.5. Oh. Did, did you mention you Gurley? Mentioned... Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot about Todd Gurley. That's quite a big piece of news. Yeah, I mean, I guess Todd Gurley. Uh, I, I just, I don't like Todd Gurley myself. Uh, I don't know. He could be good, but he has the knees of a much older man. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if he's healthy, he could be very good. Uh, could be a massive difference maker. We could be talking. We could be talking about how the Falcons are awesome and top of the division in ten weeks' time if he's great. I just, yeah, I just think about. That. I just don't see it as likely. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, that wraps up the NFC. Uh, so we'll take this opportunity to say. If you like the sort of stuff you've heard, if you want to find out more about us, if you want to see more of our hot takes on things, various funny memes, etc., etc., we are on Twitter at FFUKBoys. We're on Instagram, Fantasy Football UK. Uh, any questions, anything like that, uh, send them into the FFUKBoys at gmail.com. Uh, we are working on our YouTube, and I believe this will be kind of the inaugural posting on YouTube. Uh, but we are available on uh, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Please uh, subscribe, send us a review, five-star review. Everything helps. Uh, feel free to ask us a question. We will, of course, ask it the moment we get anything, anything at all, because uh, all reviews, all subscriptions, they really help us at this point. Uh, right, on to the AFC. Where do we want to go? Should we start at the top? Let's start at the tippy, tippy top. AFC North. Uh, you have very kindly given me the Ravens. The Ravens are unfucking believably good uh, on offense, and it looks like on defense. Uh, they've got reigning MVP Lamar Jackson as they are as their quarterback. Uh, I've got him for 3,300 yards, 31 passing touchdowns, which is down on last season, and a mere 921 rushing yards, which again is down on last season. I've got him as my QB too, just because what he was showing last season was so unsustainable, it was unbelievable. Uh, he had a 9.7% touchdown rate. Uh, Lamar, uh, Patrick Mahomes has 6.8, and he is fucking spectacular. Uh, their running back room, they've got Mark Ingram the second, who 100% of the time will do better than where you draft him. Uh, I don't believe his receiving game will maintain as it did last season, because again, that was anomalously good. Uh, they've drafted the rookie uh, J.K. Dobbins, who at some point, maybe this season, definitely next season will be taking over from Mark Ingram uh, in this prolifically and historically successful run game. Their tight end, spectacular, Mark Andrews. His main sticking point last season was inconsistency because he didn't run that many routes because they also had Hayden Hurst. But Hayden Hurst is gone and he's gone to the Falcons. And that just frees up routes for Mark Andrews and 
on the receiving game, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, who came into last season as injured, but really emerged over the second half. Uh, they've got Willie Sneed, the fourth, uh, because three other people thought Willie Sneed was a good name. And then they've got Miles Boykin, all of whom are, well, Sneed's on his way down, potentially, but Marquise and Miles Boykin are potentially really emerging as wide receiver threats, but whether or not they are consistent, different matter. Defensively, they are solid, to say the very least. Um, and then over-under-wise, 11.5. I don't know. 11 is a lot of wins. To go over that, that's saying you only think they're going to lose four games all season. I, I still believe it, though. I see regression from Lamar, and I still see him being that much better. I'm going to go for the over. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on the growth of Lamar Jackson. If he can become more of a passer and still have decent running potential, then they sky's the limit. He's literally he's just a cheat code. Mm. All right. Uh, Next. Next. Uh, I'll go to the second best team in the division. Oh, the Browns. Uh, the Bengals. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. No, okay. I do think the Bengals are oh. better, but I'll talk about them later. Uh, right. Steelers. Big Ben is back, baby, uh, which means the Steelers can be a relevant fantasy team again. Uh, excited for that. Uh, because Juju was very disappointing last year, but he had two complete nobodies throwing to him. Uh, one of them doesn't have a job anymore. The other one is still a backup. Uh, Connor, I think, could be good again. Again, struggle without Big Ben. The offense was just so bad. Uh, just the worst offense. It makes me cry to think about it. Uh, they've got uh, Mr. Drops himself, Eric Ebron. Uh, I'm sure he can drop some big-time passes for the Steelers. Well, you get points uh, for those, right? No, you don't. Oh, shit. But, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, well. Um, the, uh, the main thing about the Steelers, which I think is the real difference maker, is their defense. Uh, they've got the best defense, or one of the best defenses in the league, Certainly, uh, yeah, and I think, nice. uh, I, think they, I think that they will be a lot better. I mean, they went eight and eight last year, which is just ridiculous when you consider how bad their offense was. So, their defense basically won them eight games. So, if their offense can win them four games this year, they have 12 wins. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, we just touched on it this morning. With uh, this morning, Jesus Christ, how long do I think this has gone on? Uh, earlier on, well. with with Cam Hayward. Uh, yeah, uh, no, I agree. I think the Steelers D is absolutely fantastic. They, it was transformed once they got Fitzpatrick last season. Uh, not not Ryan. It was Minka. Uh, made a huge difference to their team. Uh, Nine point five over. Yeah. Yep. Going over. Um, Cleveland Browns has got an over-under of eight and a half, which I hate the fact that I'm going to have to go under because I actually kind of believe in the Browns. Uh, what Zach Taylor's offense was doing 
Uh, wait, that's the Bengals. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> but I do kind of believe in the Browns. Uh, I believe in the resurgence of Odell Beckham because the dude is talented. And he's Stefanski, right? At the Browns. Yeah. Um, I believe in Stefanski. So similar to the Vikings offense. Exactly. And while it didn't allow Kirk to set the world alight, it did allow him to manage the game and have two successful wide receivers and a very successful running back, which is exactly what I think they're going to give Baker. He's not going to be the next Pat Mahomes, but he is going to be a good NFL quarterback. The next Kirk Cousins. No, he's going to be better than that. But their their running game, they've got Nick Chubb, who is a fantastic pure runner. And then they've got Kareem Hunt, who, let's be honest, if Nick Chubb goes down, Kareem Hunt is a top five running back, most likely, in what will be a very heavy, a very run-heavy offense. Mm. Then they've got Odell and Jarvis Landry out there. You've got uh, Hunt, as I mentioned already, but on the receiving side of things. And then you've got Austin Hooper, who is a very, very good tight end coming into Stefanski systems where he's going to be blocking a lot and then he's going to be a red zone tar- red zone target. I have mixed feelings about their defense. Um, I don't think they're necessarily going to be good enough to stay off the field. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm really torn with the Browns. I like them. I believe I I believe that for fantasy Baker will be good this season because I don't think he's going to throw that many interceptions. Uh, last season, I'm putting it down as a bad system, bad coaching, bad situation, and right now I think that he's in a good system, good situation, good coaching. Next. Right, this takes us to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, so they have uh, Joe, the two Joes. They got Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon. Uh, these are their two best players. Uh, they just paid Joe Mixon, which is nice for him. Good to show that beating a pregnant woman doesn't stop your advance chances of advancing your career. Well, why would uh, it? Why would it? Well, when you can run like that, I think you can get away with it. Well, of course you will. Uh, you couldn't catch him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but Joe Burrow, I mean, like the, his his uh, college career sort of speaks for itself last year. Dude threw like 60 touchdowns or something ridiculous in the season. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he like, obviously he's got a bit of a step down in terms of the teams he's playing against will actually be good as well. But there are some other good college teams. Like he wasn't entirely playing against garbage, but the difference in ability is, you know, it's noticeable. Uh, he, as he had a lot of receivers that went pretty early in the draft too. Uh, but yeah, the offensive line is going to be the real question in uh, Cincinnati. If that line can hold up, I think we got they got a real good shot. Uh, because their last right, their first round pick last year is now back if he can be a difference maker on that line then then Joe Burrow will be able to uh, light the world on fire once again with uh, AJ Green Tyler Boyd, John Ross uh, Higgins as well, the rookie uh, yeah, AJ Green for me. Anymore, but AJ Green for me is the real uh, difference maker. I'm, I'm 
Yeah, I mean, he's on the back end of his career, but if he can be anywhere near what he was, then yeah, uh, he could definitely. I mean, he's, he's got at least two, three seasons left in him, but he's been nothing but elite when healthy. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like the Bengals this year as a, a team to sort of. I think they'll be good, fun to watch. That's yeah. I don't know how good they'll be, but they'll be. I think they'll be fun to watch. And they're coached by Zach Taylor. There we go. I got that bit right. Nice. Yeah. Let's go to the funnest division with the bestest of teams is the AFC East. The Dolphins. They're uh, they're they've got Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is a lot of fun. Uh, he will be replaced by Tua Tagovailoa once he throws four interceptions in a half, most likely, because Tua is apparently healthy. He's obviously a highly touted rookie. He did have a hip injury coming out of Bama uh, last season, uh, which is part of the reason why he slipped down and Joe Burrow went number one overall. Uh, wide receiving core, they've got Devante Parker, who is very, very talented, but has been average until the back end of last season, and I believe will regress to his mean, which is average. Uh, Preston Williams was having an unexpected breakout rookie season before tearing his ACL, so he is coming back off an ACL. Again, very talented, could be an absolutely great wide receiver if he's fully uh, recovered from his injury. Uh, He's not a running back so he won't have the heavy impact and hits that these guys uh, in the backfield normally do, but it is obviously something to worry about and something to keep an eye on. Uh, Their run game, they've traded for Jordan Howard and Matt Breida in the offseason. Jordan Howard is good. He's a plodder. He does well. He's He's a pure runner, but not much in the receiving game, unlike Matt Breida, who is much better in the receiving game who has cleared up the 49ers uh, running back room a little bit. And then you, I know you're going to want me to mention it, Mike Gesicki. Uh, tight end seven, I think. Uh, I think overrated. They were meant to lose every game last year. Yeah, but I think that was Ryan Fitzpatrick just going, no, no, no. I will throw the ball. <clears throat> Begin a, a short, short little uh, speech about the team, the other team from New York, the uh, ones named after planes, the New York airplanes, as they're more currently known. Yeah, that because um, that's not going to yeah. bring up any bad memories. Oh, don't <laughs> think about that, especially as we're like four days away from the anniversary. <laughs> you dick. Uh, the Jets. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is uh, there still. Uh, I think compared to his ADP, I think he could end up being quite a value because, I mean, he did, he he got almost a thousand yards last year and they, their O-line was terrible. Their offense in general was terrible. So, I mean, he's being drafted as if he's going to do the same as he did last year, which... I think he should do better, really. I mean, I'm not 
I'm very confident on it, but I'd say it's it's likely he'll trend upwards a bit this year. Uh, Donald, if he can grow, like that's the most exciting thing. If you're a Jets fan, you're just looking for Donald to sort of develop into the QB you think he could be. Uh, he was drafted very young, like uh, Matthew Stafford was. Uh, so he was drafted when he was like 21 years old. So they're going to have at least 10, 15 years out of him, if not wait, if not more, <laughs> if current trends continue. Uh, Chris Herndon, I think, is a sleeper tight end to watch out for because there's pretty much no one else to throw to other than Le'Veon Bell. Uh the other Jets wide receivers, I hey, I don't. Hey, come on, Jameson Crowder. I mean, in p- full PPR, Jameson Crowder Brashad could be Perryman. okay. I mean, a bunch of receivers that got cut from other teams does not really make a wide receiver core. The the rookie uh, Denzel Mims is one to. Yeah, oh, if, yeah. If he he could be good, who knows? You never know with rookies. But unfortunately, Jets. I'm gonna say it's the under, and it. But don't don't be sad because it will lead to you getting rid of Adam Gase, and then you can finally begin to grow and heal as a franchise again. Wow, that's actually a nice positive message. Yeah, I'm gonna try and be more positive on my te- spins for these teams now. Okay, okay. Uh, Glass half full ratings. <laughs> uh. Buffalo Bills, uh, another New York team. Uh, they love to run the ball, uh, and they like to do that behind uh, Devin Single Carry, uh, Devin Single Terry. Oh no, sorry, I was right. Yeah, Devin Single Carry, uh, who apparently might have. Well, off season, I was delighted to see Frank Gore leave because I thought Single Terry was going to get given the keys to the kingdom and open up and really take over the league uh, from a behind a good offensive line in a good running team and he has a chance to perform but alas they drafted Zach Moss and Zach Moss is looking legit coming out of camp there is talk already of him taking over uh, the job because of Singletary's uh, fumbles which is not great for my dynasty team but it is what it is uh, on the wide receivers, they have brought in Stefan Diggs from the aforementioned Vikings, which is just another weapon to give uh, Josh Allen, uh, who loves to run for touchdowns. Uh, last season, I think he ran for nine, if, unless I'm mistaken, uh, which is a lot. It's quite a lot for a running back, let alone for a uh, quarterback. Uh, he has a very big arm. He can throw it a long, long way. Uh, the accuracy of them is different matter, though. Uh, but hopefully Stefan Diggs has a big enough catch radius where he can just bomb the ball down there and Stefan's going to go, yeah, over here, and grab the fucking ball. Uh, they also have Cole Beasley for when Josh Allen throws it really, really hard but short. And Smokey John Brown out there on the other side. They've got They've given Josh Allen some weapons. They're already, at the very least, a wild card team. I think they're definitely a playoff team now. Coached well by Sean McDermott. They've got an over-under of nine, pretty much spot on. God, 
I'll tell you what, these Vegas people, they're really good at setting odds. They're pretty much spot on. It's exactly what I would give. It's almost like they make money off outsmarting the general population as a as their main source of income. That's crazy. Like, mm. Odd. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, nine, I'm... <sighs> I'm inclined to say under, um, just because I think Josh Allen's going to throw picks, throwing them deep. Uh, he's got uh, interception percentage of 2.7, which isn't that high. It dropped considerably from his rookie year. Um, going into his second year, he threw for nine interceptions last season. I think he's probably going to throw for more because he's going to be throwing it deep, throwing it to Stefan Diggs. Uh, I think they're probably going to win eight games, but they will definitely make playoffs. Uh, their defense is good. It's a good defense. I like it. Uh, definitely stream it whenever they're up against the Jets, which is twice a year. All right. Next. Let's finish off this division with the pretty much winners of this division for the last two decades. Uh, the New England Patriots. They've had a few small changes in their roster. Nothing nothing really of note. Uh, they upgraded at quarterback. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to say, like, in terms of physical attributes, they have definitely upgraded at quarterback. Actually, that genuinely got me, that did. Old, old man Brady was basically a statue out there uh if cam newton is fit and healthy and he can run and move i think it's going to be really quite exciting to see what bill can actually do with a new qb that isn't named tom brady i want to see like what he's got planned because i i don't i've never been a fan of the patriots because of how much they win but you can't deny greatness, and Bill Belichick has rammed it down our throats for many years. Uh, the, the, he's the real goat. Uh, let's be honest. Uh, so, what has Cam Newton got to play with? Uh, he's got Enkil Harry, who is the uh, rookie last year. Didn't really do that much, mostly due to injury. Uh, I think he could have a much better season this year. Break out a bit. Uh, then you've got obviously Edelman, who's just been sitting in his room crying without Brady, like just pining for his lost lost love. Uh, but maybe maybe maybe, maybe maybe he'll uh, want to get that revenge. You know, show him it's so everything's all good with the new boy. Uh, <laughs> like maybe that him and Cam will have a bromance that will outmatch him and Brady. Who knows? Uh, this is where it gets a bit murky in the running back room. Uh, we've got James White, PPR, pretty much. But again, if uh, you don't really know what the offense is going to look like without Brady, because Brady likes to check down to James White a lot, uh, but we don't know if Cam will. Uh, obviously, he had Christian McCaffrey, but that's Christian McCaffrey. That's quite a different running back to James White. I think we can all agree with that. Uh, <laughs> um, then you got Sony Michelle, who, I mean, 
he hasn't been great, but he's still relatively young. Uh, he's 25. He's been plagued by quite a few injuries. Uh, he had quite a he had a pretty decent playoff run in 2018. He had uh, I think it was six touchdowns in three games. Uh, you know, over 100 yards in two of them, 97 yards in the other ones. Not far off. Uh, I think he's he could be good, but who knows? Uh, the real issue is going to be the defense. Uh, with uh, the sorry, just touching on the just touching running backs. Uh, as I am wont to do. Uh, you mentioned yeah, Damian Harris. Now, he's apparently shown a real emergence in camp. He is injured at the moment. And got injured. Yeah, which, again, dynasty owner of Sony Michelle, I'm delighted to hear. I don't like to wish injuries on anyone. But... Um, Just stay stay at home with your family, Harris. You know, book it off, book off the year. Yeah, and stay safe. That's the most important thing. Absolutely, but yeah, it's, uh, it's just someone to keep an eye on. Yeah, uh, absolutely. As the per- whoever did draft him will probably drop him. Will probably drop him uh, week one to pick up whatever fancy new toy they see. Uh, yeah, the defense that's going to be the issue. They had a lot. Of, they had quite a few opt outs. I think the highest number of opt outs in the league were from the Patriots. Uh, yeah, obviously they're missing some stars. Uh, Hightower and uh, Patrick Chung being the principal big names among them. Uh, but Bill Belichick has done quite a lot with not much over his career. So I'd, I would never count them out. And who knows, they might sign someone randomly mid-season as Bill Belichick is to do. Uh, they got rid of Mohamed Sanu. Uh, so I guess. Yeah, that was an interesting it, one. He called it a day on that experiment. He was just like, nah. <laughs> this is what separates Belichick from others. Belichick actually has the balls to end an experiment that's gone wrong. Yeah. yeah otherwise, others would just like, keep going. He's going to get good. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So that's the Patriots done. Uh, South. I think. Sorry. I mean, yeah, the over under is nine now. That is that is just, just up since since Cam joined. Has gone up. I really wish I I wish I bang. I wish I put a lot of money when it was like six. Yeah, right. Um, I think at one point it was down to five. Um, mm, but yeah, people thought they were tanking at one point. Yeah, there was talk of it definitely. Uh, I think it was just driving a hard bargain. Now, AFC South. uh, Now, it's an interesting division because I would say three out of four of the teams are potentially fantasy gold mines. Uh, And then you've got the Jacksonville Jaguars. uh, Or, sorry, Jaguars. Uh, They have Gardner Minshew, who is quite something. If nothing else, he's a lot of fun. Uh, He feels like a younger version of... Ryan Fitzpatrick because he's just out there having a laugh. He looks ridiculous. He does funny things and he seems very likable. He wears his jean shorts. He wears bandanas. He has handlebar mustache. He's clearly a legend and I would love to have a beer with him. Uh, Their running back game lost Fanette who apparently was a bit of a dick for the team and they weren't and they just kind of cut, cut the experiment after not being able to trade him for a handshake. Devonta Freeman visited but hasn't signed. Reichwell Armstead, who was the clear backup, is now 
out, uh, which basically means that I think the carries are going to be between uh, Divine Azigbo and apparently the rookie, uh, I think he's a rookie, uh, Robinson, who apparently is really showing good things in training camp. And then Chris Thompson on the receiving work, uh, PPR machine for as long as he's healthy. Uh, so it's a bit of a murky backfield. Wide receiver core, uh, we've got DJ Chark, who is a favorite. People seem to like DJ Chark, speak of the devil. He's just gone in my sleeper um, draft. I'm in the middle of the Megalobol draft at the moment. He's literally just gone. We're on pick 5-2, and he's just gone at 5-1. Um, D.D. Westbrook is still there. I threw a dart last year between D.D. Westbrook and D.J. Chark, and I picked the wrong one. I picked up D.J. Uh, D.D. Uh, and Chris Conley is quite an interesting one. Chris Conley's playing well, as is uh, Shaughnessy, their tight end. He's just someone to keep an eye. Don't draft him, but keep an eye on him on, on your waivers. Um, defensively, it is now pretty much bereft of talent. <laughs> it was, what, two, three years ago? It was one of the best in the league, and now suddenly it's just it's just not. Um, which does, of course, mean that Minchu will be out there a lot, throwing the ball a lot, play, playing catch-up, which could give real value to Chark or real boom potential to Chark amongst the other wide receivers. Um, over under is going to be low, and it is it is four point five. Uh, I mean, I don't want to see worst team in football, but I think they might be the worst team in football. Next, I guess I'll go for the. Ooh, these are the. I went. I went for two teams I like in the division. Uh, I'll go Colts. It'll be probably quicker. Who knows? All uh, right. Philip Rivers is now there. Uh, you assume that's a step up at QB. What over Jacoby Brissett? Yes, I do. And even if it's not, Jacoby's still there, so we can always make a little switcheroo. Uh, they got T.Y. Hilton, Paris Campbell, uh, who else? The Michael rookie, Pittman Jr. Michael Pittman Jr. That's it. Uh, and of course, tight ends. You got. Uh, Baby hands, Jack Doyle. Uh, oh, Ali Cox, Gigantor. Ali Cox, yeah. Uh, the thing that you really want to look for in the Colts is that run game behind that O-line. Because uh, Marlon Mack is awesome, and there's someone else they drafted, Jonathan Taylor, who I think will establish himself as the lead back in Indianapolis, he will most likely lead rookies in rushing. Uh, Do you I think? To say that, I hate to say that as a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire owner, but I think in terms of rushing yards, not totally scrimmage yards, rushing yards, I think Jonathan Taylor could could well take the title because uh, their schedule is just so nice and. Uh, I think that could be the difference. Uh, yeah, so that'll be it for the Colts. Uh, I think they could easily win this division. Uh, but 
obviously the other team, the Texans, could also win it. Ooh. Or the Titans, but I don't like the Titans as much. I really hate the fact that you took the Texans from me, so I'll have to talk about <laughs> the Titans. Uh, Ryan Tannehill has had, had a really, really great season last season. He was uh, second in terms of points per touch uh, behind Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson had uh, 0.94 points per touch, which is astounding, outstanding. Tannehill had 0.93, so he was at one hundredth of a point per touch behind him. The only difference is that he didn't touch the ball as much. Uh, He's got A.J. Brown, who is an absolute monster in his wide receiver game. He's got Corey Davis, who is something. Uh, who knows what uh, he might be a thing at some point but he's not right now Uh, they have lost Delaney Walker from their tight end room but there is an anticipated emergence of Jonu Smith uh, someone just to really keep an eye on for me Um, and then that's pretty much it they don't really like to run the ball a lot um, the Titans Um, well I, I say that uh I think they ran the ball second most in football, third most in football, uh, I think. But they ran the ball a shitload, not quite as much as the Ravens, uh, but it was behind Derek Henry. Derek Henry had absolutely unbelievable usage last season. Uh, He ran the ball 303 times for 1,500 yards. He scored 16 touchdowns. The guy is an absolute monster. They picked up some support for him and Darrington Evans, the rookie. Um, Derek Henry has a lot, lot, lot more value in non-PPR leagues. PPR leagues, he has very little because he just doesn't catch the ball. Um, last season, he had da, 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 24 targets. He ha- had 18 receptions. Christian McCaffrey had 142 targets and 116 receptions. I know that it's comparing apples and oranges. They are very different style players, but it's just something to bear in mind. Make sure you know your league when you're doing your drafts. Defense is very good. They've also just got Jadevian Clowney and just become that much better. And it's going to be a horrifying run game. Next... Right, we are going to talk about the Houston Texans. I like them. (laughs) And I think I've gone on and off about it, but I think the thing with Bill O'Brien is he's a terrible GM, but he is a good coach. Mm. And the Texans have been had winning seasons every year he's been there. They've always been in contention to win the division. Uh, and he's got Deshaun Watson, who just got paid, so that's nice for him. Uh, then we got the... Uh, with helping out Deshaun, Deshaun Watson this year, he doesn't have Hopkins. But fortunately, I didn't realise sort of how deep this receiver room was until I looked into it a bit more. Yeah. Well, Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, Brandall Cobb, Kenny Stills, and Kiki QT, mm. who has not really been discussed by many people. 
but he was actually sick in his rookie season and has been nursing injuries and whatnot since. And if you do kick return like our league, he has other value as well because he is going to be on return. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, we've got the running backs. We've got David Johnson, who they obviously traded for. Uh, they paid him quite a bit of money. So I think this kind of needs to work. They need to at least give it a go and give him the carries. So I think he could well be quite a value uh, or just generally quite valuable to uh, teams in their their fantasy seasons. Um, But you've got Duke Johnson, who obviously has standalone value as the uh, PPR back. Uh, But if David Johnson goes down, he'll obviously have a lot more value. Uh, Hopefully they can improve their line this year. Uh, The defense... Who knows? It's still got JJ Watt. Uh, he's getting on a bit, but he's still JJ Watt. Uh, so yeah, Texans. I like them. I think they could could win the division if Will Fuller stays healthy and the rest of the receivers also step up a bit. Take that massive void of DeAndre Hopkins targets. Yeah, yeah. Right. On to the final division. Final division. Da, 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 da. Are you excited? Except there's actually another one after that. Did we not do NFC West? Oh, fuck my uh, ass. I, I've got Cardinals, Rams, Chiefs, Rams yeah. left. Oh, fuck my ass. <laughs> I Jesus. didn't expect this to take two hours, no. Don't know why I didn't expect this to take two hours. <sighs> Pretty sure I just timed it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, right. Chargers. Editing stuff. <laughs> uh, Chargers. Uh, running backs. They have lost Melvin Gordon, who has gone to the Denver Broncos. They have got Austin Eckler, who can fucking jump over really high stuff. I don't know if you saw Hard Knocks. Uh, crazy height. Uh, unbelievably efficient last season while Melvin Gordon was holding out. I'm personally hoping that that unbelievable efficiency continues. Uh, I really like Austin Eckler. I like his story. I like his ability. I like his speed. I like his strength. I like his play. Uh, Equally, teammate Keenan Allen. I absolutely adore Keenan Allen. Uh, Maybe it's the... uh, Maybe it's the hard knock bump. Uh, then the running back uh, quarterback room, Philip Rivers has moved on to the Colts. That is a shame for the franchise. I feel like they've done him dirty a bit. Uh, they've replaced him with Tyrell Taylor. Tyrell Taylor, I'd imagine, is more there to mentor Justin Herbert, uh, who looks like he throws some really nice balls, um, but is obviously raw, needs some teaching, needs some help. And I think that's what Tarod's job is actually there to do. Uh, Hunter Henry is back from injury and potentially poised for a real breakout season. Mike Williams is starting the season injured, uh, which is a great shame because he is a huge deep ball threat, 6'4", 230 or something like that. He's an absolute monster. Um, So watch for him on waivers because I'd imagine he might not get drafted with an injury. Uh, 
they've also got Joshua Kelly in their in their running back room, who is someone to keep an eye on. He's uh, getting a lot of positive uh, feedback out of camp. He's the rookie coming out of UCLA. I've heard a lot of good things about Joshua Kelly. I haven't managed to watch any tape on him yet, but he's just someone to keep an eye on. Uh, more likely for waiver pickups more than anything else, especially if Austin Eckley gets injured. Next. Right. Um, I will go on to... The Raiders, because uh, why not? Uh, right, so with the Raiders, you got Derek Carr at quarterback. <coughs> um, yeah, Derek Carr at QB. Uh, and then to go with Derek Carr, you've got his backup, Marcus Mariota. Uh, so if Derek Carr does get injured, they've got a pretty good backup there. <coughs> um, yeah. Uh, you got John Gruden coaching. He's got his lifetime deal. So, you know, he's been pretty looked after by them. Uh, you've got Josh Jacobs, who's going to be the star of this team. The outrage, I feel the outrage of John Gruden when uh, Josh Jacobs didn't get rookie of the year because he damn well deserved it. Uh, and then the things that are going to help potentially uh, either Derek Carr or Marcus Mariota. The uh, rookie wide receivers, uh, Henry Ruggs and the other guy. Uh, Ryan Edwards. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, and obviously the number one receiver in uh, Las Vegas, Darren Wallerus. Uh <coughs> And um, yeah, I think if Derek Carr can play decent, and bear in mind he's never not been a twenty top 20 quarterback his entire career, so... If he can hit around there, I think the Vegas, if the it's weird to say Vegas Raiders, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if the Vegas Raiders can uh, sort of be pretty good, uh, Josh Jacobs, uh, I think, can sort of push them a bit over the edge. But obviously, they're not winning their division uh, unless something goes horribly wrong in Kansas City. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I quite like the Raiders. They've got some pieces, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how they grow, uh, what they do. I mean, we all know John Gruden's going to be there forever, so he'll. And if nothing he'll... else, he'll, he'll, he'll be entertaining, which is what this is all about. Really. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Broncos. I mentioned Melvin Gordon moving on from the Chargers. He has moved to the Broncos division rivals, where he is likely going to be in some sort of slightly muddy backfield with Philip Lindsay. Uh, people seem to have written Philip Lindsay off. I don't see it. I think the guy has given no reason other than his contract to not get the ball. Uh, he's efficient with it. He's not a receiving back, but my God, he's a powerful. He looks like he's ready to run through a brick wall at a drop at a moment's notice. Uh, in case you can't tell, I drafted Philip Lindsay. Um, Melvin Gordon is a piece of shit and is on Mike's team who is my opposition no, uh, Melvin Gordon is good uh, it's just a matter of uh, if it was system good or if he's genuinely a, a, as talented as I think he probably is uh, but the system in 
Denver does not suit him as much as the one in San Diego slash LA. Um, we've got Drew Locke at quarterback. This is his make it break it year. Uh, he showed a bit last season, but not much. Uh, so hopefully there will be some progression from him. Uh, receiver wise, he's got some weapons. He's got Jerry Judy, the rookie, uh, who many expected to be the number one wide receiver drafted. They've got Noah Fant, tight end, who could be absolutely great. Uh, belief in a potential breakout this season. Uh, and they've got Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton is the one I'm a little bit iffy about purely because I'm worried about how much drafting two receivers. I don't know if that's uh, designed to help Drew Locke or if it's potentially a comment on Cortland Sutton, I would be surprised if it was a comment on Sutton because he is a very talented wide receiver. Uh, but you never know how these NFL guys work. Uh, Over-under on the Denver Broncos is 7.5. I would go under. Uh, I just I don't trust Locke. I like his surrounding pieces, and I think they'll do enough to help him win games, but it should be the other way around as a quarterback. Next. This is actually going to be a really quick one uh, because Draft I can't everyone. be bothered to, I can't be bothered to sit here and say things that everyone already knows. The Chiefs are good at football. Mahomes is good at football. Travis Kelce is a good tight end. Tyreek Hill is very fast. Uh, Clyde edwards Hilaire is the only real question mark. He didn't get much use at college, so we don't actually know his full sort of potential, but he is a very elusive back, very slippery. Uh, if he gets into open space, he's going to be gone. Uh, I like him because I obviously drafted him, but uh, you never know with rookie running backs. But he was the first running back taken, so clearly they liked him for their system. And Andy Reid and running backs equals money. Yeah, I agree. So, and I'll leave it at that. Don't know about their defense. Could be good, could be bad. Uh, came on a lot last season. Second half of the season yeah, was a lot better. Um, they've got Frank Clark. It's, it's going to be a good defense. Right, now we're on to the NFC West. I'll go with the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback, is... Not one you can rely on in fantasy. He might be efficient, but he doesn't do much with it. George Kittle, there, uh, tight end, is one or two tight end. He's absolutely fantastic. He's a yak monster. He's a blocking monster, and he seems like he really fucking enjoys it as well. Their wide receiver core is muddy as injuries and rookies galore. I'm avoiding it at all costs. And their running back core, they run the ball a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I am avoiding all the running backs because they all run the ball a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, which means for fantasy value, it's pretty minimal. Tevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert, Jarek McKinnon, maybe if he's injured again, uh, uninjured. Looks like Mostert's probably going to be the lead, but I don't know. Carl Shanahan likes Tevin Coleman from the Falcons days, brought him in specifically. I, I'm, other than Kittle, I'm actually kind of avoiding the 49ers for fantasy. I would say, as far as the running back goes, 
Uh, they're not unproductive. They're just unpredictable. Yeah, uh, exactly. If you, play, if you play one of them on the right weeks, you're going to be laughing. Uh, like, you will have a lot of, like, potential for, like, two, three touchdowns and a good few hundred yards. Or Like, you never know who's going to go off. Most of it had some good games last year. And so did the other ones. Uh, anyway... I am going to move on to the next team. Uh, I will go for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, so the Rams uh, have got uh, Jared Goff at quarterback. Uh, and yeah, I think he could grow. He's got Sean McVay, obviously the super genius Sean McVay calling the plays. Uh, he's throwing the ball to Woods and Cup, who I think could both have great years. Uh, they got Tyler Higby at tight end, who had a great end of season. Uh, be good to see if he can keep it going. Uh, depends on if they keep playing the same sort of two tight end sets that they were finishing a lot of last year with. And of course, everybody's favorite player next, Cameron Akers, aka Cakers. Uh, who is the rookie who is going to absolutely smash every record you've known to man. Uh, no, but I do like Cameron Akers. It's, uh, the Rams have shown they can produce productive running backs. Uh, if he gets a decent amount of work, uh, he should be. Uh, it depends on how much of the workload they're willing to give him. Uh, I think he could, he could, he could be one of the steals of the draft. Yeah, Darrell uh, Henderson's uh, or Daryl is it Darrell Daryl? Either way, Henderson's injury possibly best thing that could have happened to Cakers. Absolutely, uh, and I, I just I, I like the Rams. I think it could be a sort of a bounce back year for their offense, uh, and obviously I think their defense as well. They got. Um, a guy called Aaron Donald. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's quite good at football. Uh, he's won defensive, defensive Player of the Year twice, I believe. Yeah, he's a fucking uh, monster. The incredible yeah, Hulk. Dude, and you just see that guy with his shirt off in hard knocks, and it just makes you feel bad about yourself. Well, uh, yeah, but uh, it feels makes me feel very good about him. And it's not just the knocks that are hard. Am I right? <laughs> Ooh, spicy. <laughs> Not PG. Uh, right, uh, Seahawks. Uh, Russell Wilson, the greatest quarterback to never receive an MVP vote, which is just unbelievable. Also, guy with clownishly large hands. Um, absolutely fantastic quarterback, real life and fantasy. Um, love him. Get him wherever you, wherever you can, anytime after the sixth round. They've got two legit wide receiver options in DK man beast Metcalf and Tyler Lockett ADP being the weird thing that it is DK Metcalf is actually going ahead of Tyler Lockett I would switch them round uh, in terms of my valuations of them uh, but they are both highly talented highly touted wide receiving options they've picked up uh, a tight end who used to be amazing called Greg Olson uh, and the thing is, Russell Wilson has given value to Will Disley. He's given value to Jacob Hollister. 
I'm assuming Greg Olson is coming in ahead of them. He's going to give value to Greg Olson, so it's someone to pay attention to. The running back room, Chris Carson, and they brought in Carlos Hyde. Uh, Chris Carson fumbles are potentially an issue with him. There is the debate going on at the moment of the style of play. Coach Pete Carroll likes to pound the rock, which is what he's done historically. There is a Twitter trend at the moment of let Russ cook, hoping that people actually let Russell Wilson play football, which is what he's the best at doing. Uh, If Russell is allowed to throw the ball more and the Seahawks offense is really allowed to open up, then then an amazing team. Uh, I will refer. I will, however, about letting Russ cook. I will refer you to a Super Bowl, a certain Super Bowl where a certain coach had the ball on the the goal line and let Russell Wilson uh, do his thing, which just happened to be an interception that ended the game. So, so yeah, uh, maybe they should stick to running. Uh, Chris Carson, give it to him all the time. All right, uh, shall I go? Maybe on that's to the it. Last maybe two? it's literally just punishment for the. <laughs> maybe it's just, right. I haven't forgotten that, Russ. I will never forget that, Russ. <laughs> um, yeah, shall I move on to the Cardinals? So you got more more about the Seahawks. You're good with the Seahawks. Q, last but not least, <clears throat> the Arizona Cardinals. We have got Cardinals. Murray and B in the uh, like their second year together. We should hopefully see a quite a bit of growth from Kyler. Uh, right, yeah, if he did well last year, he's dual threat. He's going to be running, throwing the ball. Uh, he got he uh, got a, a receiver added, uh, which was obviously Hopkins. Uh, so that's a big improvement in his receiving core. So if he can be throwing the ball around to Hopkins, I think Hopkins' stock has gone down, but Kyler Murray's has certainly gone up. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald's still there uh, in his 28th season. I don't know. (laughs) Not far off. Uh, And then we got uh, Christian Christian Kirk is still there. yeah, uh, then obviously Kenyon Drake, the running back. Uh, he had some good games to end last year. Uh, they certainly believed in him. They shipped out David Johnson and paid him, so they believe in his ability to take this team's running game assumably forward. Uh don't know how good he'll be. Uh, I just feel like he probably an injury risk, but uh, I mean, it's always hard to it's always hard to predict injuries, and you shouldn't you shouldn't predict injury. But I just got a bad feeling about Drake, and uh, I wouldn't take him myself. I know what you mean, but, uh, but at least you've got the clear backup situation you know who the backup there is which is Chase Edmonds showed it at the end of last season where he can be very efficient in that system yeah I mean if I was going to take Ken and Drake I would it would be one of those players that I'd have to handcuff in order to feel a bit better about my pick 
and just feel a bit safer. Uh, other than that, I think it's a lot on whether their defense can improve as to whether they can actually win games. Uh, I think they're I think they're going to be fun to watch. Yeah, uh, and that's that's what it's all about, really. If you're fun to watch, yeah, you're a good team. Yeah, uh, I think that's it. We've done it. All thirty-two teams. Jesus Christ. Uh, all thirty-two teams. One day. <laughs> uh, but anyway, thank you very much, anyone, for listening. And I think we're probably going to end up splitting this into two podcasts. Uh, but thanks for listening in. Don't forget to. Don't forget to. Uh, like, subscribe, feedback, reviews. Follow us on Twitter at FFUKBoys, Instagram, Fantasy Football UK. Any questions, queries, anything like that, send us to the FFUKBoys at gmail.com. Just, just double checking that is the FFUKBoys. That's the FFUKBoys. Oh, just in case there are other FFUKBoys out there. Which there were. We are the. <laughs> there were. There were other FFUKBoys, but they are not us. It's probably they're probably not selling fantasy football. <laughs> uh, I suspect you're probably right. right. Well, peace out, guys. Thank you and, very much. Uh, until, until next time. Until next time. Thank you very much for joining us, and uh, Ooh, speak to you again. And in case you don't see this before Thursday night, or listen to this before Thursday <gasps> night, we got football, real, actual football, not. Not training camp videos. We've got a real game. Yeah. Texans Chiefs. And we will hopefully have our preview out before that game. Yeah. Uh, if not, we'll have a review of the game afterwards. Ideally both. Right. Ideally both. Peace right. out, everyone. Peace out, guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye.